So, hi, welcome to Bear With Me, The Quirky Queer Zone, the place where you'll get our take on the world from the queer bear point of view. It could be anything from movies, local news here in Edinburgh or something currently around the world. So here it is and welcome again. So, who are you, Mark? Let's have a little insight into who you are. Thank you, Stephen. My name is Mark. Uh, I'm based in Edinburgh with yourself. I'm from the Borders originally, so just outside of Scotland. Thankfully, as far north as you can get in England. Which Do they is have traffic lights there? The real north. It does have traffic lights. Uh, and obviously, you've asked me to come along and do this with you, so we will see how it goes. Back to you, Stephen. That, well, that is a lie, because Mark, it was your idea to do this podcast. And I kind of ran with it, but it was your idea. Anyway, I'm Stephen. Um, I'm born and bred in Edinburgh. Um, bred in Edinburgh, indeed. Bred in Edinburgh. Not in bread, but bread. Don't look at me like that. Again, okay, audio podcast, there is no point yeah. telling anyone how I'm looking at you <laughs> describing it. Shady face. Yes, you And are. everyone knows what a shady face looks like. That's really it. I'm just... Okay, so we can see from Stephen's finesse, <laughs> obviously he's worried about being in front of the microphone. It's making me nervous. I am, I'm not nervous. I'm just a typical And I'd like guy. to point out, for anyone listening, Stephen actually doesn't sound that Scottish in real <laughs> life to how he's coming across I really don't. on the show. Just just to throw it out there, obviously we do go to see a lot of movies together, or we did for, for a while, and we're hoping to get back into that. So it is something we look to talk about. Again, anything people want to throw out. I know Stephen's... Throwing some questions out there. We've had some fun ones come back yes. from people so far. Uh, but at the moment, we thought we'd do a quick Q&A with each other just to give you a bit more background. So um, I'll go first, the first question. So, Stephen, um, if you were a My Little Pony, which My Little Pony would you be and why? I would totally be Rainbow Dash. And don't say that I'm not. <laughs> I am Rainbow Dash because I am feisty. <laughs> That's lovely. For all of our listeners out there who don't understand what My Little Pony is or what Rainbow Dash is, would you like to give them a little bit more background? So My Little Pony is originally a Hasbro toy from the 70s, I think. From the 80s. Is it 80s? Oh, aging myself. Um, and I was a little bit obsessed with My Little Pony when I was a kid. And obviously with the whole brony fascination in America... It's kind of came back into popularity, and then with the new movie that's came out... I'd like to point more, out the new movie I was subjected to going to see. It was awesome. Sia was amazing. We all liked Sia. Sia was very good. They did do a comical um, drawing of Sia. Yes. Anyway, I think that I am Rainbow Dash, the feisty, opinionated one. After um, having now seen the movie, I would counter that and say you're much more Pinkie Pie. I'm not Pinkie Pie. But no, thank you for your answer. So, um... Why do you think I'm Pinkie Pie? I think you're Pinkie Pie because I've been watching the movie. Rainbow Dash is so assertive and not, to quote yourself, I'm shy. Um, whereas I do say that a lot. You know, Pinkie Pie is much more how I recognise you when we go out. You know, bouncy, hyper. Uh, is that one friend that you kind of turn around and then wonder where they've wandered off to because something shiny has dropped on the floor? Or alternatively, a pretty cub slash bear slash married man? Let's message them on an app. <laughs> oh, that is true. And yet I am still Rainbow Dash. Um, so I'm going to go for a serious question. How, when did you first come out? And how was it received? Oh, gosh. Um, so probably coming out would have been two friends as a teenager. Um, and it wasn't really any big surprise for them. Again, thinking 90s. You remember when I came out, um, 
the age of consent for being gay was still 21. Well, when did you not at 18, wasn't 18, would have been early 90s, sorry, late 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. What about yourself? When did you come out? Um, I first came out to my school friends when I was 15 because I started dating someone that was a little bit older than me. By little bit, define little bit. I was 15 and he was not 15. 30? Oh, no, a bit younger than that. He was 24. Okay. Um, and again, the age of consent was not 15 or 16 or even 17. It was still 18 at the point. We did not have sex. Um, he was very much aware of the age of consent. But, yeah, it was fun. We bonded over art, our love of surrealism. He was one of my friend's cousins. So they say abuse starts with a family friend. <laughs> Well, technically, no, he's a friend's family. Um, no, we actually, our first conversation, we had an argument over coffee. I'd like to sound surprised at that, and that leads me into my second question. Yes. So, how much coffee is too much coffee in one day, and does coffee constitute a meal? So, you can never have too much coffee. Um, as you have seen, I drink coffee all the time. And coffee does not constitute a meal. However, if you drink loads of coffee, particularly, you know, um, a certain green brand of coffee, it is full of milk and you feel less hungry when you're drinking it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes. Yeah, so, no, no coffee is ever enough coffee. Again, I'm going to go on to more of the sort of coming out story. When was the first gay club? What, well, not when. What was the first gay club you went to? <laughs> and, and how was that experience? Were, were you shy? Gosh, were you scared? So, um, going back, gosh, to the 90s again, I came out and was going out in Newcastle at the time, so 50 miles from my home, yeah. uh, 45 minutes in the train. Uh, now we're in a bit driving, remember UK roads. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's not far, but they are That's, horrific yeah. to drive. Um, so we, drive down to, <laughs> we drive down to Newcastle and was a, a club called the Powerhouse, which I believe is still running it in is, Newcastle, it but is still it's there. not the original venue. I do remember they ripped the original venue down. My biggest memory of the night is just going out and dancing and having a real laugh. Um, and then being more surprised that the chip shop next door to the club sells poppers and is actually still there and still sells still poppers, poppers. Uh, which again is, is something you don't see so much in Scotland is boys dancing in clubs with poppers but it's something it's a vivid memory of going out in Newcastle is that hit of poppers on the dance floor yeah. from everyone else so you never needed to buy it <laughs> just their, their role was in the whole room so back, back to yourself then. Yes. what was your first gay club my first gay club was I don't even know what it was called it was through in Glasgow um, the guy I was 16 the guy that I was dating was a bouncer so I got in um, I wasn't allowed to drink he told all, all the bar staff that I was underage um, and that no I wasn't allowed to have any alcohol so that kind of got boring really quickly, but it was it was actually nothing special. I didn't have that epiphany, oh, I'm in a gay club or anything like that. It was just, I'm sitting at the bar talking to the staff. I'm not allowed to drink. I was no. very much aware that I was dating this guy that was at the door. So I had that in the back of my mind thinking, I can't really like pull anyone, anything like that. So you were quite a club player. Cub, club, 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 kid. Back in the day, not in, 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 in your kind of. If you look at your youth, so you were very much 
you were living for the weekend. You were out partying from the stories you've told me in the past. <laughs> so where did that come from, from, from this kind of first experience that you were saying was, it, to you, it almost sounds like, it, oh, that kind of first club night out was a bit of a letdown. It was. I didn't really do anything on the gay scene for a long time. Like I went out every weekend. We went out um, and then we would go back to his when he finished work. But I kind of went from relationship to relationship for about 10 years. Didn't feel the need to go out. And then when I stopped the whole relationship thing, that was, was like, what, 24, 25? So it was like 10 years ago, almost. That was when I kind of started going out. And I uh, Just go, at this point, I'd like to point out that 25 years ago, Stephen is not 35. 34. <laughs> so almost 10 years ago, I said, don't be shady. How old are you? <laughs> old enough to know better. Old enough to know better. And yet still old enough to act like a kid. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I didn't really go out clubbing properly or how people would associate going out clubbing. I would go out and talk to the staff, came out of the relationships, and at that point, I think Vibe was still on in Edinburgh. So for all listeners, Vibe is, Yeah, so Vibe is, it was like the one decent club night in Edinburgh at the time. It, every day pretty much went. From the 60-year-olds that snuck in, old daddy bears would go, and they played pop music, chart music, divas, and the good one good thing about it was that you could get three vodka oranges for a pound. So obviously you went from this kind of bouncy club kid to your music taste really changed. What, what brought that around? You, you kind of went from that typical young 20-year-old gay poppy diva music into something a lot darker, into something a little bit more... Growing up, what what happened for you? What brought that um, about? I actually don't know, to be honest. Um, have you been deep diving into my Facebook? I haven't. I just talked to you and I listened. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I used to I listen to Kylie and all that. And then all of a sudden, I am. Um, I started listening to like pop punk, local bands, touring bands that had no support. Give me my phone back. He stole my phone. I was scrolling through it. Stop it. Uh, give me my phone back. Thank you. And I really don't know what it was. It just went into listening to more natural music, not the filtered auto-tune pop. And then in doing that, I got to know some of the bands. Then. So did, did you get the bands from that, or were you actually dating someone in one of the bands? Is this more I wasn't. No, was no. Was it I wasn't. Thing or just um, later, later, on, later on, I had a relationship with a drummer. Just one. Um... No, um, I think it actually started on MySpace, because I was off the MySpace So again, okay, so back to people who don't know what MySpace was. People, MySpace everyone was knows this. who MySpace is. I never had a MySpace account. That's because you're old. You were definitely, you're slightly older than me, and I was like the last sort of generation to have like MySpace properly. Yes, and you're no longer a millennial. I know, I'm a zenial. Congratulations. I know. Are you not a zenial as well? Unfortunately, apparently. Yes, so you are. You're, you're in that seven-year bracket. <laughs> where you're not Generation X, but you're not a millennial. You grew up with analog and learned by digital. Yay, <laughs> go us. Um, but yeah, so I was the whole listening to local bands or bands that were touring that didn't really have record deals, kind of got into that, and then that was when I started blogging and reviewing music and then doing music photography, which I loved. So and would you describe yourself as a groupie at some point? I was never, a, no, I was never a groupie. The only time I would have ever been a groupie was with the Head Start, which were a band from just outside of Leeds. I did not suck any of the Head Start off. So that insinuation and that hand gesture was unwarranted. Again, audio podcast. That's exactly and everyone knows what that hand gesture was. Um, but no, I didn't. And you can ask every single one of them because they were still all friends with me on Facebook. 
So no, um, I was a, I was a groupie for them. I loved them. Um, I had went to a gig through in Glasgow, and their manager, or I think might have, Gail might have been their ex-manager, had put on Twitter, check out the support band. They're amazing. I checked them out. We went early. Loved it. Um, didn't really hear anything else from them for ages, and then they just popped up on Facebook, and I was like, oh my god, like I love these guys. I've seen them live, and then pretty much went to well, I went to every gig they played in Scotland, and then travelled kind of. Like a groupie. Like a groupie, but they are my friends. That's fine. No, 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 no. Point made. Yes. Uh, so ju- just to give you a bit of a background there, when Stephen's saying he's going from Edinburgh to Glasgow, um, Edinburgh's east coast of Scotland, Glasgow's the west coast of Scotland, you literally are travelling from, from coast to coast. Yeah. Coast to coast to do this. Now, please remember that it's if you're looking at the map of England, this is like the thin bit where we're wasted <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. So it sounds like it's a big distance, but it's, it's not actually... It's like a 45-minute drive. <laughs> Uh, it depends on who's driving. Um, yeah. But yes, it's it's not too far. It's not too far at all. Um, and that was where most of the gigs that I went to. How did you get into rugby? Well, not so much rugby, but gay-inclusive rugby. Because this always fascinates me. Because so I played rugby as a kid, so I'm very much... My, my dad was very much... Uh, as a child, you will play something mm-hmm. in sports. I hated football. He was from the football generation. It's what schools pushed in the UK. Um, couldn't play it. Don't understand the point of it. Uh, so he got me into rugby at a very young age. I played right the way up through my teens. Uh, it stopped when I was coming out just because it became a bit difficult. Um, and a bit, a, a, just difficult for myself and difficult for him. Um, didn't really do much with it. And then um, the Theban started up, which is um, Scotland's gay and inclusive rugby team. Uh, they set up in 2003-04, I think it was. Um, and... They set up. I actually found it from a guy on Gaydar's post who was advertising it. Who yet to this day I never seen at the club or the team. Uh, <laughs> don't know who he was. Uh, drove up very much with a straight friend at the time to come and see where the guys were playing. Got up and got involved, um, and just really enjoyed getting back into playing. Unfortunately, and now now at the point I'm at, I'm just a little bit older, and unfortunately my body isn't really playing fair at the moment so I would love to go back and play I'm just physically dead <laughs> So getting back to Gaydar, do you want to explain to everyone what Gaydar is? So Gaydar is still there It's, is it's it? not disappeared is it it's, seriously uh, it's still, still there? there if you want to Google wow. it it's still there So Gaydar is one of the very first gay, almost like gay computer apps I remember from meeting men, remembering again I'm from a very very small town uh, you, you, it just wasn't talked about. It wasn't something which happened there. So it, it was just one of those sites. And I remember having to do it at home at my parents, you know, with dial-up modem cable running through the length of the house to my computer in the bedroom uh, to get onto these sites. Um, but obviously, speaking speaking of this, what was your first gay app or internet-based? It was actually Gaydar. Ah, so after you mocking me and yes. being mean about it. You were on there as well. I yeah. Um, I think I joined Gaydar just as they had Gaydar Radio starting, so it was near the end of when it was popular. So I'm trying to think. I was what, fifteen or sixteen, I think. So yeah, I think that was when like because I remember being on it and uh, the Gaydar Radio wasn't on it, and then all of a sudden it just popped up and all it played was Kylie and it was like I'm it's not. Love how every time you reference anything, it's like <laughs> I was fifteen or 16. I was I was fifteen or sixteen. Everything no like <laughs> I I came out to like friends at school at fifteen. And that was solely because I was dating someone at the time and they like on a Friday they were meeting me from school so I could have said that they were my older brother because of the like generational gap. But 
I, How much success did you have with Gaydar? I didn't really meet anyone on Gaydar. Yeah, like, um, I, I found it much the same. I didn't. Um, at the time, being a minor, it was... what At, at that time, I class as dirty old men were messaging me. Now you are that dirty old now man. Now I am that dirty old man. <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, no, I don't think I ever met anyone on Grinder. I chatted to a few people on Grinder who about Grinder, not Grinder, Gada. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's because I much prefer Grinder. Uh, that's how I much prefer Grinder. Um, no, I think um, me and Mark both have a mutual friend called Ewan, um, who has been in Which Edinburgh Ewan? for Ginger, Ginger Ewan. Ewan. Yes. <laughs> what Ewan were you? Were you talking about rugby Ewan? Uh, well, there's rugby Ewan and the Ewan I know back in Barrett. Right, so no, I know quite a few. No, 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 no. So it's very no, confusing. No, I, I've when been you say the, the Ewan, who, yeah, but I don't know them. <laughs> well, you do. You obviously know rugby Ewan. I I know of him. Yeah, I think I chatted to Ewan a, a couple of times, but I that must have been while well, he was still in Canada because I remember the first time I saw him in Vibe once. And I was like, I've I've spoken to him on Grinder. Okay, uh, vibe Gator. being the club the, the gay club on the Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I'm I'm hundred percent sure I chatted to him, but I never actually met anyone. So I can see you running through your yeah, phone so and going through this. We, so we so my, my next question would be is um, what is your favorite Instagram filter? I don't I, personally. I don't really use Instagram filters. And what are your thoughts on people who edit their pictures? Editing, I don't have a problem with filtering. I do have a problem with people editing and face tuning. It's just one of my pet hates because when you meet them in person, you're like, that's not what you look like. Like, I'm literally going through my Instagram feed and it's like, filtered, filtered. That's a video that's not filtered. So, and he does look like that in real life. So, again, that really doesn't help anyone. Yes. This is a skinny toned guy, um, but he um, is skinny and toned in real life. So, if you were to describe yourself in the gay vernacular. And how would you describe yourself? So if you, so if someone else was to look at you and abbreviate you with gay abbreviations, how would you describe yourself up for your audience so they can understand? I would, and then I will describe you back to see if it's even similar. Like, are we just like going for one word description? No, no, you can use multiple letters um, if you like. I would class myself, and I'd like a lot of people disagree, but I would class myself as a chubby bear. Okay, why? Because I am chubby. I am furry, I have a beard, I am very much what I would class as a chubby bear. See, I'd have called you a hipster cub. Because See, a lot of people call me a cub and I don't get it. So I'd have called you a cub because you're younger than me. So whenever I use cub or pup, yeah. it is just a reference to someone who's younger than me. So we grew up with pup being a term of affection mm-hmm. for people younger than you. A lot of people now get very sensitive about that because there's the whole puppy culture. Pu- puppy culture, puppy play becoming so big. So yeah. it can be a whole minefield when you're, oh, how are you doing, pup? And people get really offended. But as for as for hipster, you need to remember when I first met you, <laughs> not only did you have kind of random music tattoos and a top knot. Um, did you, I have a top knot when we first met? You did have the top knot as well when we first met. No. Uh, yes. I'm sure I didn't. Yes. I'm going to, I am going to go and check. Because okay, this is difficult to check because then you have a yes. pause on the line. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I can check on here, you know. Being a zenial, I can multitask. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I can't remember having a top knot when I first met you because I didn't have a top knot when I was in LA. You do remember, so so Stephen looks kind of that kind of. Think of those people who go around and will ask for you know a skinny latte, but don't make it too skinny and don't make it too hot with extra foam and an extra twist. That's a lie. Just what is your coffee you order? I have a soy caramel macchiato with. With that's it. That's, that's it. What happened, to, what happened to the what happened to the crazy one you were ordering for a while? The peach 
Yes. Oh, so it was the peach green tea lemonade with a quarter of the lemonade taken out and a filled topped up with coconut milk, which yeah. is really good. <laughs> it tastes just like a peach melba. Which, which is lovely when you turn up and those members of staff look at you with that look which goes, I'm busy. It's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. What? What? Say that again. Just <laughs> To be fair, um, it was someone, in, it was a Starbucks barista um, recommended it. Um, and to go back to the, the hipster element, there yeah. is the ear stretchings and the bridge piercings. Right, so and the, 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 ear, um, the ear stretchings um, weren't actually anything to do with being a hipster. I've had them for about eight or nine years. Um, was that before they were cool? Stephen is nodding just for people who can't I see can't anything. answer that because if I say yes and before it was cool, you're going to say only a hipster would say that. And then if I say no, it was after it was cool, then you would say, oh, so you're doing it because you're a hipster you were performing and I apologise I did have a top knot when we first met thank you what what are you, what are you pointing at are you pointing at me or the guy that's in it <laughs> oh that, that's that's Brandon so if anyone follow, if anyone's on Instagram he is point I've got a photo of one of my friends in America called Brandon he is Central Coast Cub all one word on Instagram go and check him out send him lots of love because he is awesome and talented and hot as hell but yeah that's Brandon that was one of the main reasons I went to LA Yes, so obviously you went to LA and I you did. went to LA for um, club nights and things and for kind of promoting what else you do outside of everything else you do. So I don't know, is that no, something you want uh, to talk about on no, this podcast or something no. we'll go back to? Okay, so people, you are going to have to keep listening for us to go into this at another time. Uh, what I thought we would do is we'd wrap it in from the two of us and talk a little bit more about things which happened locally. So just recently, a few weeks ago, the two of us went to um, the local gay ball. So this is an event which used to be run by the LGBT switchboard ball. I believe this one was run by... Waverly Care. Waverly Care. Waverly Care. Um, which is great. And it's a formal Kaylee. So anyone who's not familiar with Kaylee, it's um, Highland Scottish dancing, usually yes. quite formal. So there isn't a lot of those events run specifically for gays in Scotland, but more where it is... A mixed gay venue, so it is lesbians, gays, transgender. Yeah. It's much more than just going along to another gay night, and it was very formal. Now, obviously, I hire my paraphernalia, so my partner was in the kilt, I was in trues. And what did you? T- what did you turn up in? I turned up in a really nice grey wool suit. Uh-huh. Um, so off the back of this ball, obviously, we all went as a group. One of our friends, um, Ryan, brought us a group ticket. Yeah. So, so from this, this brings me to the question, question there is, so you have that one friend who takes you to a formal event, is lovely, stunning all night, um, gets very drunk, can dance the whole night, knows the steps to all of the reels we were doing, walked out the building and, and fell over his own ankle. Um, which we're still convinced is to get out of having to take your own higher kilt back. That was that was very funny. <laughs> and again, what, what I also discovered from this event is short boys tend to wear heels at, at formal occasions. Well, I, very told you, I told you this, and you didn't believe me. Those those boots were stacked. <laughs> so just for you listening out there, I am six foot two. Stephen is. 510 our friends when we were out everyone was kind of looking about the same height and then we met them the day after uh, without their heels on and was just comedy 
Just tiny, tiny little muscle yeah, bears. Tiny. So um, as a charity night, it was actually great. If anyone else is, is local going, I think the next one is due in Valentine's. Uh, yes. So they tend to run two a year. hopefully we'll go again and we'll, we'll also, give you a bit more information. They're also that. doing something for New Year. Um, mm. I don't think it's necessarily a ball, but the the same company, the Cayley company that run it for Waverly, um, posted something the other day saying that they were doing something for New Year. For New Year. It's difficult for New Year in Scotland because obviously Edinburgh itself being the capital of Scotland runs um, the Big Hogney Festival, which has gone hit and miss over mm-hmm. the last couple of years because unfortunately due to weather... Depends if it is run very successfully or not very or successfully. Or it gets shut down. Indeed. Um, now, we are talking about New Year. You did come round to ours for New Year <laughs> last year. Uh, we did have other friends up staying. Um, would you like to tell us how your start to 2017 went? Um, it went really drunk and ended up with me sitting outside the venue throwing up. Yes, and then I had to carry you home. You didn't have to carry me home. I was I was capable of walking myself. Yes, as long as I pointed you in the right direction yes. and put you under an arm. Um, same as, so it was not so bad. It was bad enough we got you home drunk. Our two guests who were staying with us also turned up and were also very ill as well, which wasn't yes. as funny as... The lot of you on New Year's Day when I was lovingly up making you all breakfast, and you all looked a very palpable yes. shade of grey. Yes. Um. However, I I will totally put all the blame onto you and David mm-hmm. for supplying us with copious amounts of shots while we were playing drinking games. I believe you'll find that I didn't supply you with anything. I all I done sure. was promoted the consumption <laughs> yes. and the rules of the game. So any of you who have not been out there, we do have a, a drinking game our friends brought us over from the States called uh, the Gamey. Gimme. Uh, it's lots of fun with a few drinks. Um, a lot of the questions translate very well here in the UK. Some of them are a little bit American yeah. specific, so we do tend to, to skip, to those, skip ones. those ones. Um, but we do tend to use it a lot with groups of friends who are maybe not used to drinking. I'm used to drinking. I'm not used to drinking the various shots and drinks that I had at New Year. So, so, so back to drinking, what would your drink of choice be? In case any of our listeners ever decide that they see you out and they would like to buy you a drink. Um, a gin and tonic. Plain gin and tonic is my drink of choice. Or Prosecco, but... Yeah, gin and tonic. You know I love gin and tonic. I do, you but I, I love the fact that you think you can talk and work on your phone. I don't. I was, so so I, for I our listeners, every time he goes quiet... I'm on uh, my phone. Is <laughs> him looking at his phone. I wasn't even like looking at I was just scrolling through Instagram. I wasn't actually looking at anything in particular. So so what's your, what's your drink of choice? Because you don't particularly drink that much. Uh, I don't, but if, I, if I'm out, I'd probably have a Southern Comfort, usually with lemonade, or a... Vodka and tonic. Although we because were, there's no calories in it. There's calories in tonic. No, there's no calories in the vodka tonic. The tonic gets rid of the calories. Okay. Um, we were doing um, rather unusual shots at the ball. Basically, we worked through the Edinburgh Gin we did. new flavours. We did. We done. I think they had four flavours, and we done all four. Yes. And um, then we had that lovely coffee tequila that was death in a glass. Is that not the Patron? No. No. Which one was it? It's in the... We've currently just finished the bottle, but it's in the recycling. Oh, this is when we were at the ball. No, no, it's the same stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't remember what it's called. It was just... It was vile. I really didn't enjoy the three shots that I drank. 
Yes, but your boy who was with you did quite clearly enjoy the three shots. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, getting back to talking about what's going on in Edinburgh, so uh, there's a couple of new kind of, um, I wouldn't say new, but there is a new venue for the local bear night coming up this weekend. This weekend. Uh, this weekend. So, it's, I run enough for saying new. It's new for the night, but it's the original no. venue, which yes. is now a different club altogether. So what happens is, in Edinburgh, um, there is a group of amazing guys that run Bear Scots. And every October, it's normally the first or second weekend of October, they have what's called Bear Scots Fest. Which is four days where all the gays from the sort of the bear community um, and their chasers come up to Edinburgh. We party, we drink, we go to the baths, we do trips around Edinburgh. Can't remember what they've done this year. Was it the zoo? Or oh, was it the zoo? We went to see the pandas at the zoo. I'm going to nod my head at this because I I, I wasn't really involved in this year. It's much more my partner's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tends to do a lot more of these things. I did go up to one or two of the nights and actually had great fun. Uh, Probably as as much fun as I've had in years years in the past is it changes every year. It, it changes does. every year, so we do try to have a theme. Um, but this year was was lots of fun. It, it just it just flowed really well yeah. from the bits I went to. So yeah, so the guys that run Bear Scots Fest also um, are doing this new venue to club night, and it's the second Saturday of every month. Now so they do it in Edinburgh and they do in Edinburgh. Yeah. So now I've never been to the Glasgow. One. I've not done the Glasgow one either. It's because it tends to be on a well, it used to be on a Friday, and I'm working on a Friday Saturday, so I never really do any events on a Friday. Um, but yeah, so this one's called Bears in the East. It's on the second Saturday of the month. It's at Daylight Robbery. So if anyone's um, old school Edinburgh, it used to be the Newtown Bar. Um, so yes, don't get drunk and try and walk down the steps because you will fall. It's still the same old so, so just to give you a bit of a background there, the uh, venue's put into two levels. There's an upper bar and the basement bar. Yeah. Club night classically was always in the basement, which is where I believe they put it this year. But the bar itself, you actually have to go down a small flight of steps to get into the bar in the first place. Which everyone falls down once, at least. By everyone, do you mean you? I've not actually been to the Newtown Bar or... Ever? No, I haven't. I actually no, I haven't. Like, don't don't give me that shitty eye. Um, no, I haven't. Be, um, I only ever went to Vibe and CC's. Interesting. That was really it. So CC's for any of you who don't know is possibly the only long term kind of gay venue, gay club in Edinburgh, which has kind of survived. I remember, yeah. I remember coming out uh, as I say, my teens as well, and CC's being here and, yeah. and it being CC's. It's it's not long ago since I had a really big refurb, so it looks very different from the CC's I remember. Yeah. Uh, um, but it has been there for ages. Um, I'm trying to remember the comedian who quite famously... Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho's line around it. Would you like to run in with that? Um, there, or I can't you? remember the quote. I'm not sure if I still have the video of it. Because it is um, one of my favourite videos ever. I'm sure she describes it as the you know they've called their local gay bar CCs you know fuck me up the arse and grill. Um, yeah, um, it's something like how how gay can like it's the most gay thing I've ever heard. Um, CC Blooms is the name of Bette Midler's character in Beaches. They could just call it CC Blooms. Fuck me up the arse bar and grill. It is just. The funniest line, and every time it comes up, I have to retweet it. Um, and again, I thought I had it. Off, off the back of that, um, obviously they ha we have the local bears night happening, but this month as well we have um, XXLs coming up. So yes, the London they Club are. Night, who kind of do venues touring the UK. So when I was living in Birmingham, they used to do a Birmingham night. 
uh, there quite regularly, which was lots of fun. The venue was 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 big, was always busy. Uh, now the Edinburgh's coming one's coming up here, so it's interesting because there isn't anything similar to that. So it's not it's not really bear specific. It's not especially to someone like Edinburgh because they're trying to pull in a big. It's, it's definitely crowd. more um, fetish friendly than bear orientated. Mm, I don't know. This year's bear this year's bear orientated, but there was a lot more fetish stuff I seen this year. Mm. There was a lot more rubber. There was a lot more cubs. There was a lot more leather. Not so many leather men unfortunately because Best Scots runs the same weekend as Manchester's yeah. Leather Pride week. I think it's Leather Pride weekend um, or Leather Sir weekend there is another fetish venue on at that time um, but I just can't remember what it was but yeah I think the last time XXL was up was Eurovision weekend was it? Yeah, that was the last time they were up because they've, they've only run it once or twice twice, twice. twice. so this so, will be their third Third one, same venue. So, uh, ironically, enough, same venue as where um, Best Lots Fest was held. Yes, at so, the caves. So at the caves. So the caves again is a venue which is, I'd love to say it's bear friendly, but when you think of bears, it's slightly away from the gay scene. But not only is it away from the gay scene, it's like at the bottom of this hill. So yeah. Anyone who's not been to Edinburgh, there is no flat bits of Edinburgh. You're either going uphill, downhill, or uphill. It is. <laughs> it is. An odd shaped city, but this venue is at the bottom of a hill. There is no other way to get to it. You have to come down the hill to get to it. But yeah. to get to it from anywhere around the city, you have to come up the hill prior to going down the hill to get to it. Yeah, because the only way that you can really get to it is, like, yeah, it is all you have to go uphill. <laughs> you have to go but there's no other way. You're either <laughs> coming from Holyrood, which is up that up the Royal Mile, mm-hmm. or you're going from Princess Street. That's really it. Yes, and it's so all yeah. uphill. And then you go downhill to the venue. And then you have, and going downhill the venue is not too bad, but it's when you come out of the venue going up the hill, which going up the hill with Stephen is hilarious because you come past the local kind of, I want to call it teen, tween, straight club uh, bar. Yeah, so kind of young, young 20 something. It's the local dive club where the drinks are cheap. And so are the patrons. Yes, yes. And, and the amount of times when we're coming up that hill, if you are with us, usually your comment is, who am I going to run into yes, who I'm working because, with tomorrow? Yes, a lot of um, my colleagues and my team go to this club. Your Saturday staff. Yes, my Saturday, <laughs> my Saturday staff. And I think it was actually it was XXL when we were going down. I bumped into someone that I work with. And luckily she was so drunk she couldn't remember the fact that all I was wearing was, a, I think I was wearing shorts and a harness. For XXL, yeah. quite possibly because it would have been warm, unlike this XXL yeah. where it's going to Baltic. Um, and she can't really remember that. She remembers she saw me, but she can't remember that I was in any sort of fetish gear, which was lovely. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of fetish gear, Stephen, um, yes. you obviously have, just for anyone who doesn't follow any of Stephen's posts, um, and we do go to the cinema a lot, you have a penchant for wearing god-awful shoes at the I cinema, as, as, almost as of the point. So just speaking of shoes... Would you like to tell me how many pairs of shoes do you own? Shoes? Are we going to be specific? Because I have one pair of shoes. Okay, if we're going to play <laughs> that game. But I have over 130 pairs of Havans. Exactly, listen. And I they're mean, all different. They are all different. Unfortunately, and they're all beautiful. On a regular basis when we go to the cinema, Stephen will insist on wearing Daedal colours. Yes. Which reflect when I'm trying to watch the movie. They don't. He's making that up. They're non-reflective trainers. How can they reflect? They're non-reflective. So the glow orange and the glow pink and the glow blue, every time you put your feet up on that rail and the movie shoots <laughs> sides of it, remembering I have glasses on as well, all I can see is it shining out the corner of my glasses. It's awesome. But um, will we also tell everyone what you've done to my lovely bright orange vans on the first time I ever wore them? Yes, you put your foot under my foot and no, I stood on you. No, no, no. You, you specifically lifted your foot up 
and stood on my foot. So off the back and of... And made a mark on my new van. Off the back of that, was it appropriate to then try and use that picture to bully me on social media? Yes, absolutely, 100% appropriate. Mm-hmm. It was. It was very much... Yes. It was very much mean and backfired on your behalf there. I know, because no one, no one bet, and everyone was like... <laughs> Agreed with me, hideous trainers. Didn't um, agree. So back to cinema. Obviously, as we say, we do, we do try and see a lot of cinema. Um, last movie we seen was Bad Mama's Christmas, Christmas. Uh, which was lots of fun. But again, for for people out there who enjoy the cinema like us, I don't know if you have that issue when you go in and you're looking to pick up snacks. So so we have um, some very specific people we like at the cinema yes. who are great servers who, who do very well and other ones who we go in and kind of you desperately don't get yes. um, so from my point of view there's nothing worse than going to a movie and I go to buy a nice drink and they've either run out or they're busy filling them again um, or they just have that horrible peach flavour yeah that was not that's nice. not nice at all and it's that horrible how do I describe the colour um, is that the yellow yeah, one yes <laughs> Um, how, looks like a pair of Stevens trainers. So we'll no, 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 um, no, no. It's like congealed penile expulsion. Do you know what? Sometimes I do wish there was a webcam on this, just so people can see <laughs> you trying to trying to talk by using your shoulders and yes, not I using know. your hands. I, I was I was trying to not say come, basically, yeah. and that's what it looks like. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yes. So yeah, we went to see Bad Moms. Bad Moms was it was okay. It was mediocre. It, was, it wasn't as good as the original. Yeah. Um. It definitely is lending itself to a third one. Absolutely. Without to, giving any spoilers away. To, to be honest with you, if you watch it to the end, you find out that you are less enamoured with the main cast, and you want to see more of yes. the new supporting cast. They were absolutely fantastic, and I think that's the direction that hopefully they'll go in the next one if there is a next one. Well, they could take all. Um, they, could, they could take them all to do something. Could, yeah. Um, um, no, it was good. It was fun. I wouldn't go and see it again. No, I wouldn't. Um, I think the next one I personally want to see is I'm desperate to go and see it. Murder on the Orient yes. Express. Again, big Agatha Christie fan. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the new adaptation of it just to see how they take it. Very short movie, so quite looking forward to that. Um, trying and to think what I think else is we have out. the secret showing planned. Oh, I yes. still don't know what that is. So we have a, a secret showing. So here where we are, we're members of um, yeah, a, so a, a cinema which do... Secret the, and planned screenings. Yeah, um, so the last couple that they've done was the the real movie with Chris Hemsworth, which was awful. I can't remember what that was. I can't remember what it was called. But it was almost like it was like supposed to be Moby Dick. I'm going to nod because I it. chose not to go to that. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we were friends at the time when that came out. Thank goodness. And then the one before that was um, the one about the magicians, the four horsemen. What is it called? Now You See Me. So now you see me? I don't know. Are you yes. asking me or telling what me? I'm asking. <laughs> it was called Now You See Me. Yes, it was. I'm pretty sure. It had Isla Fisher and the guy that plays Lex Luthor in the new Batman movies, Superman movies even. I can't remember his name. <laughs> so if I look at me, I am... Um, so just a gen- as a general rule, um, as well as playing the rugby, I did coach for a while, but I am absolutely terrible with names. Yes. As a, as a general rule, much to um, most people's amusement, when I look at them blankly and go... Uh, um, it is a, a general issue for me, um, which is why most people end up with a nickname or pup. Yes, or what he also does is when he's in any conversation and talking about someone, he just assumes that you know who they're talking about. 
and you very rarely do. I would like to point out, though, that I can describe everyone I'm usually talking about very you well can. to who Stephen can identify very quickly, or anyone else can describe very quickly. And we may do a descriptive version of some of our friends at some point to see how many people Stephen can get first time round. But I generally don't know their names. That's the problem. Like, I know who these people are, but I don't have any interaction with them. Mm-hmm. So um, you did say we had a yes. couple of questions from something we else. We did. Uh, it wasn't even wasn't so much questions, but it was like topics. Is there anything we want to have a quick look at now, or should we leave it to another one? Because again, we are looking at this just being a pilot, so we're going to see how it goes, and then hopefully refine. And we are running on to so almost, a long time almost, of almost, rambling. Almost an hour, yes, but there's lots of those moments where you forget to talk. Yes, yeah, so they'll be edited out, hopefully, um, if I can work the editing software. <laughs> Um, unlike the microphone. Unlike the microphone, which I'm still not sure if it's working or not, or if it's the microphone on the laptop. But who knows? We'll see. Um, to be fair, um, one of our mutual friends, Mark, mm-hmm. um, did say, talk your usual shit you, um, you both talk about, and I'll just pull faces. Well, there's nothing new there. There's nothing new there. That was really... The the other two topics um, definitely yeah, not for a, f- for a first, first one. one. But, but we definitely very, will go back to very them. serious topics, I which... Know. I know. Some of, the, some of them are serious, some of them not. Um, yeah. We have had a few friends who volunteered to come on it, so don't worry, you won't be stuck listening yes. to us. And again, if anyone is struggling with the accents or either of our accents, please say we can look at slowing down. How we're talking, or talking faster. I, I do have some of my horrible American friends that want transcripts of it. Really, are we getting transcripts back from them of their comments in um, the Queen's English, not Americanese? Well, I would say the Queen's English, but they are a bunch of queens, so... <laughs> uh, they are. Well, on, a, on a different topic, yes. obviously, um, Drag Race All-Stars have released the lineup. Are you excited about seeing anyone coming back? I'm... I'm in two minds. I'm a huge Trixie fan. I'm a huge Della fan. I don't think the rest can carry the show with them. And there are rumours that there's a secret queen. They better be good. See, you're saying this, and I still love Shangela. I cannot stand Shangela. I don't understand why you have so much Shangela hate. I don't know. I love... I did not like her in the show one little bit. She was on the show three times. I know. She was that much fun. And it was three times the misery. <laughs> I just cannot deal with her. But I loved hearing her talk on the What's It E podcast. Mm-hmm. Very engaging, very interesting. I just don't get that when she's performing. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Bendel Creme back as well. I'm just I curious to Bella. see how much she may or may not have changed as an actress and as a performer. Mm-hmm. Because uh, again, I think I think All Stars gives a lot of these one, a lot of these people, a chance to go away and look at what they're doing and how they're doing it, and see if they, that's where they want to take their character or whether they want something else from it. So it's always interesting. Um, I'm just hoping we don't have any awful All Stars spin. Yeah, this they need time to around. just have a base for the show. And the last two All Stars were great; they were fantastic. I do think that the last two winners deserve to win. I know you're not particularly. In agreement about Alaska, but I love Alaska. Alaska should have won, and she rightly won. Alaska didn't. I'm really sorry. Alaska did not deserve to win. That as much season. as I would love to have seen Detox win, Detox was pulling all the things. Yeah, and I she know. worked, and so was Katya. I'm sorry, it was a hard I call. Know. It was. I just don't think she was the best at that last moment. At the end of it, she just didn't pull it for me. 
And watching back, you have to yeah. win. And it's a bit like watching no, any season back. No, I, I know. And if you were just to go based on each individual episode and each challenge, Detox should have won. But I think Alaska has the overall charisma. So funny, because what you people can't see is Stephen trying, trying to, to think yeah, of, trying the to think of the words that I want to use. Because charisma's not the right word. Alaska did, is... Did you also get that what charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent yes, spells? Yes, yes, cunt. I'm just checking. Yes, I got that. <laughs> I'm not as sick as I look. Don't give me that eye. <laughs> um, no, like, Alaska knows her queer history. She really does. Um... Okay, and the things that she doesn't know... I, you don't need to defend her too. No, I, I'm not. I know how you feel about this. You know um, she should have I mean, yeah, I do. Like, if, if she didn't win, I don't want Detox to win 100%. But I think Alaska's just got that overall quality that can sustain not just the show, not just the brand, but herself and the career. And all that, I don't think Detox can. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, just back onto what was happening yes. locally, which I did forget to cover over. Um, obviously, the rugby team up here also held their local clinic uh, back in November. So that was um, a three-day clinic. Went over the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Had clubs up from all over the UK yes. as well as outside, outside the European, the European, European countries, countries came over. Um, I can see you rolling your eyes because you always you always hate it when we mention this. But again, you're friendly with a lot of the rugby players out there. I am, just not the host team. Sir. Sir, team sir, you're friendly with a lot of rugby players. Sir, yes. um, it's very hard to be fr- it's very hard to be friends with the whole team. Um, usually, people will be friends with players. Fair enough. Um, and you are very friendly. Um, so um, that had obviously gone on. We had friends staying for that. Um, went out a great night again. Another friend we had stay over who was terribly hungover. He for was ridiculously hungover for someone who wasn't going out because that he was, was shy. <laughs> He is shy, and I am shy. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the attention span of a newt, which means yes. I'm not shy. I just get bored very quickly. Yes, you do. And you get that bored face. I don't get bored face. I just You lose... do get bored face. <laughs> I just lose interest. I don't but understand. But yes, he was incredibly hungover. And it was kind of adorable <laughs> that he was trying not to die. <laughs> it was very mean, but it was also very funny. Um... So we've kind of gone over over kind of yeah. what we do. We've done a brief introduction, talk about little bits and pieces of the cells. Uh, we're kind of going to see how this one goes as a pilot to see if we're going to put it out, if we, if we want to cut and edit. Uh, I think, to be honest, it might just be the silences that I might edit out. What, you mean where you're thinking where I'm and thinking you stop talking? I'm thinking about words or looking at Instagram at all the hot men on Instagram or things like that, yes. So uh, as we're coming to an end, Stephen, how can people get in touch right, with the show? Right, so... Um, at the moment, we have an email that you can contact us with questions, topic um, suggestions, or anything, and it's podcastbearwithme at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-B-E-A-R-W-I-T-H-M-E at gmail.com. Um, or you can follow us, DM us on Instagram, and again, it's the same, it's podcastbearwithme. And that is it at the moment. I would I've like to point out, if anyone is contacting us via Instagram, it, it will probably be, be Stephen. Yes, it will be me. Who be- comes back to you because I struggle with technology. And yes, he, he, he doesn't even like being tagged in Instagram posts by anyone and complained that I tagged him in two posts this week. Correct. Two whole posts. Correct. Um, my reason for disliking this, just to give you a bit of background, is unlike Facebook, where you can control it, I don't like the fact that Instagram does not let me prevent you from tagging yes. me in that post. And I, I, that I struggle with. You can now prevent it on stories. 
if you go into your settings, I will show you that at some point, maybe. Um, and you can obviously untag yourself on Fold, but you can't tag on the comments, which is and that's that's what people are doing. People now because obviously yes. Facebook I prevent them doing anything. Yeah. Now, so, what, is, so what people yeah. do is they now use Instagram and tagging the comments, which infuriates me. So I'm going to do even more now. Yay! So everyone, thank you for listening to our first um, podcast. Unless yes. you have anything else to no, that is pretty much it. Really? Well. People, enjoy, and thank you for listening. And hopefully we'll get this up soon when I figure out how to do it. Well, I hope so, because XXL's on soon. Yes, and Scott is on this so, weekend. I, know. So we'll, I will try and get it done by this weekend. Um, I think I know what I'm doing. Good luck to that. And we will see you guys later. Hopefully. Bye.